This episode of Taco the Town is sponsored by Twisted Fresh. We reviewed Twisted Fresh back on episode 32 of Taco the Town. And let me tell you, it's still one of my favorite places in Kansas City to grab a taco. My personal favorite are the Cajun chicken tacos, the Mahi Mahi tacos, and the seasoned beef tacos with avocado and their double-decker, which I love a good double-decker taco. With five Kansas City locations, Twisted Fresh uses nothing but the freshest local ingredients, except for the shrimp and mahi-mahi, of course. Interesting combos and a fusion of flavors. They have a huge menu. They also have burritos on the menu, but we won't get into that. And everything is under $10. They also offer taco 12-packs for catering your taco party. And everything is sautéed or grilled to order. And the Lawrence and 135th Street locations both serve beer and wine. All locations are now open 11 to 9 daily. Fast, casual food, fresh, healthy, and full of flavor. Check out Twisted Fresh today and tell them Dave from Taco the Town sent you. Welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one taco place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until my artisanal moon pie delivery guy tells me that it's the right time for me to talk about it. Today, we'll review another great place in Kansas City to get tacos. We'll be joined by special guests. We'll share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Let's find out what taco place we'll be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Dead Beat Tacos. We are at a pop-up taco happening this week. We're at Dodson's Bar and Commons in Waldo, where Dead Beat Tacos is serving tacos along with Torn Label Brewing Company. Dead Beat Taco Shop is Kansas City's very first plant-based pop-up taco shop, offering playful renditions of global street food. Deadbeat was born out of love for vegan food that's fun to eat, a deep appreciation for street cooks around the world, and a desire to serve delicious food in a joyful environment. Coming soon to a food truck near you. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guest. She is a freelance writer, website slash graphic designer, and photographer based in the Kansas City area. She has been a vegan for 10 years and helped write an award-winning book about food and agricultural biodiversity. She has a one-year-old son who keeps her running and is an actor and model on the side. Welcome to Taco the Town, Kim Holly. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. 
So you've been a vegan for 10 years? 10 years. So what, what made you become a vegan? Was there a pivotal moment in your life that made you become a vegan? There was. Yeah, it probably sounds corny, but I was going to KU and I... Um, I was walking around campus and someone came at me with these brochures, you know how they do. And I, it was about food and about where food comes from. And I honestly had not considered where my food comes from. I read the brochure and I was astounded. And then I changed immediately. Really? I thought you were going to say somebody splashed you with pig's <laughs> blood on the KU campus or something like that. No, no, no. Okay. It was just a brochure. It was a brochure, yeah. yeah, and it like totally changed my life because I went home and I researched like all about food and I just didn't agree with it. What was your book that you wrote? Well, so I helped write a book. Okay. Um, I helped research and write and edit this book called Bread, Wine, Chocolate, The Slow Loss of Foods We Love with HarperCollins. And it was written by this incredible journalist named Simran Sethi. And you had a podcast for a while and like, like I have a podcast about chocolate. I think one of the very first things we ever talked about was your chocolate podcast and my taco podcast. And I told <laughs> you, right. well, I do a, t- a taco podcast. And you're like, well, I, I do a chocolate podcast. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, maybe we could do a crossover episode. So finally we're doing it. But the chocolate podcast is no longer available, correct? That's right. And it wasn't technically my chocolate podcast. I, it was also the same journalist, Simran Sethi, who is just, after she, after we wrote Bread, Wine, Chocolate, she decided that she had this real passion for chocolate. And so she went and spoke to all these chocolate makers and farmers about their situations and decided to start a podcast about chocolate. Did you learn about like how um, podcasting about one certain food type takes over your life? much like tacos have taken over my life. Did you feel like chocolate for a while there was taking over your life and leading you down dark alleyways that you never knew existed? (laughs) Yeah. So I know that that is the case for Simran. I mean, she just, chocolate was her world. And so, and through the podcast, chocolate became my world too. I craved it in a way that I never had before because I knew the stories behind chocolate. There are all of these farmers and so many people in the world who worked so hard for Chocolate. It's backbreaking and we eat it and it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> what was one of the most eye-opening chocolate facts you learned while doing the podcast? Was there one thing that really stuck with you? It's got to be about about how much these people actually make. I mean, it's not much. And there's a lot of child labor. There's a lot of dark facts about chocolate. So there is a dark underbelly to chocolate. <laughs> there is a dark underbelly of chocolate. Yes, absolutely. But there's also all this amazing chocolate that we don't really eat that costs a lot. It's like, instead of buying a Hershey's bar, you would buy a craft bar where these people really like care about the chocolate. Not to say that people who make Hershey's don't care about their chocolate, but just that there are these craft makers who pay more to the, to the farmer. And that's, that's the key. So I wanted to have you on this episode because we're doing this uh, deadbeat tacos. Have you had deadbeat tacos before? I have not. I'm super excited. And you saw the menu and your eyes lit up because (laughs) what was the taco that we're about to have that really made you excited? Well, honestly, I saw the vegan queso and then I didn't see anything else. (laughs) We are having the vegan queso right now and it's really good. Now you were telling me vegan queso is made out of well i don't know what this one is made out of because i didn't look at the like i said i saw queso and my eyes just like glazed over but a lot of times it's made out of cashews that's crazy it is that's and it i can't taste the cashew no i know like the nuts just like they're so um you know the flavor just kind of like maps itself onto the onto the cashews is cashew hiding 
special cheese ingredients in it that makes <laughs> it taste like cheese. I'm so confused. It's the substance. So typically you will soak them in water and then you blend them the next day and they become this texture that is just like cheese. And then you add all your spices and whatever. And wow. Yeah, very, cheese. very good. Very good. Vegan queso. So what's your personal taco backstory? Did you grow up eating tacos? Do you come from a taco loving family? So I grew up eating the very like the, I guess, typical tacos. Suburban tacos? Sure. Like ground beef and like the, the shredded cheese. It's like bright yellow or orange. So you had a mom and dad that made tacos? Yeah. Every once in a while with, you know, the, with the hard shells. Yeah. Old El Paso. Yeah. And <laughs> definitely with that uh, paste picante sauce. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Isn't it weird how the paste picante sauce, at least in my family, it always got that weird, like dried out crust around oh, the yeah. top. I always grossed me out as a kid. You know, you just had to eat around <laughs> it. And then you had like, if there was mold, you didn't eat the mold, but like you threw it out. <laughs> Otherwise you went for it. Did you grow up going to Taco Bell or other taco restaurants? Where did you, where did you grow up? Did you grow up in KC? I grew up in Eudora, Kansas, which is right next to Lawrence. Oh yeah. Have yeah. we talked about this before? Uh, I think we talked about me going to KU. Okay. Eudora. They have a couple Mexican restaurants there, don't they? They do. And I haven't been back there in a long time, so I don't really know what's there right now. But we went to Taco John's in uh, in Lawrence. That's where you'd go? We Oh, we went there a lot. Yep. <laughs> what was your go-to order at Taco John's? Because that's a favorite of mine. Well, back then I ate meat. So right. times were different. I think I just had like... I always like the soft tacos, so that was my that okay. was my jam. What about the potato olays? Oh, always the potato olays. It was a good day when you got potato <laughs> olays. Is that something you can still eat or no? I don't think so. I think that it has milk powder in oh. it, but if I'm wrong, I would go back there in a second. Okay. I'll look into that for you. Please just do. Because so, I, want, I want you to be able to still eat potato olays. Everyone that loves Taco John's has a, you know, soft spot for potato olays. It's a, it's a treat. And you know what's very similar are the Taco Bell fries, and they are delicious Nacho and vegan. Fries? Oh, really? They are? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, not the sauce, but right. the fries themselves are vegan. That's awesome. That's good to know. A lot of Taco Bell stuff is vegan, and I eat it more often than I am proud to say. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard that Taco Bell is starting a vegan menu. Really? Yeah. Like a, like a official vegan menu. That's so In cool. the fall. I will go there even more. Now. I think it's in my taco ticker. Okay, so 4th of July is coming up. Do you have any 4th of July plans? We always um, go over to my in-laws house and they have um, they have some fireworks there and we yeah, just blow up a whole bunch of stuff and eat food and drink stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite firework from your sparklers. childhood? Sparklers. I know. How like basic is that? Sparklers. I'm not like, I'm not a huge like fireworks person. I mean, I like to watch them. And I love the ones at the end. Of course, everyone loves the ones at the end. Oh, like in the big displays? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you watch the like the town over and you see what they have. And then you can, where we watch the fireworks, you can see the other town too. So you just kind of compare the fireworks. My all-time favorite, I think, fireworks. There's two that I really remember. Every year I try to go get a monkey drive, which is just a monkey driving a car. Yes. I'm a big fan of monkey drive. Uh-huh. And also... There's one that was one year my family, we were down in Joplin and we got one called Not My Problem. <laughs> what was that? And it was just this huge, just rocket, exploding rocket. And it said, not my problem with like exclamation mark on the, on the box. So that's my favorite name of a firework. I don't yeah. remember it being too spectacular or maybe I think we shot it and it landed on the neighbor's roof who were <laughs> out of town and 
Well, the house did not catch on fire, so we were... It wasn't your problem. Not, so. And we were like, not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> Have you found it since? No, I haven't. Oh. There's always good names, though. O- yeah. I always try to get the ones with the best name. Monkey Drive and then whatever has the the funniest name. Gotcha. Those are usually good. I need to step up my firework game. Get away from sparklers. Yeah, it's time. It's time. Well, yeah, sparklers are dangerous, too. You could put an eye out with those, so... You could, and I have a little baby. I need to be thinking about oh, these yeah. things. Yep. There's always those safe firework people oh, like, on the news that always catch the like dummy of a child on fire yeah. <laughs> right before Fourth of July. So you got to be careful. That's true. Yeah. Got to think about those things. Let's check the taco ticker. These are the taco news stories of the week. What do you say? I want to hear them. All right, let's do it. Tell me. Okay, taco ticker story number one. Tasty Tacos versus Wicked Tasty Tacos. A local company in Ohio is suing another taco place over trademark infringement. Tasty Tacos, a locally owned company known for its fried flour tacos, filed a trademark infringement lawsuit against an Ohio-based company for its Wicked Tasty Taco seasoning saying it conflicts with its name. Tasty Tacos, Inc. on Thursday filed the lawsuit in the Southern District of Iowa against More Than Gourmet, the company that produces and distributes the wicked Tasty Taco seasoning. Tasty Tacos is seeking an injunction to cease the company's usage of wicked Tasty Taco, Tasty Tacos, and other (laughs) similar names. That's a tongue twister. This is. The case is of great importance to our client. Tasty Tacos is a well-known brand that consumers have come to trust for its unique and high-quality Mexican food since 1961, according to a statement from Tasty Tacos' attorney. The Tasty Tacos brand is one of our clients' most valuable business assets. This is a Des Moines taco place. It started in uh, 1961, and they have sold its special recipes of tacos in the metro ever since. The lawsuit alleges the use of its name will cause confusion among customers and cause damage to the history and brand of Tasty Tacos. An example provided in the lawsuit points out that on May 22nd, Wicked Tasty Taco Seasoning was just feet away from the display where Tasty Taco Seasoning was also sold in the local Hy-Vee. Oh, man. Where do you see this ending up? I mean, this is this is like big taco news. Yeah, that's pretty deplorable. Who, who, who do they think they are? I mean, they didn't do their research, obviously. No. And Tasty Tacos is a staple. I mean, you think they're going to sue me? Because I say Tasty Tacos a lot. Like, that's one Tasty Taco. That's... That's, I'm trying to get that as my trademark catchphrase here on the show. Maybe I should switch it up. I mean, if you put on your website, like, Tasty Tacos, I, I mean, no, no, I can't even see it. No, yeah. I think you're good. I, oh, you think that's good? No, I think you're fine. Okay. I don't think they would come after you, but if you have a product called Taste Something Tasty Tacos in the same town and also the display is right next to it, I mean, like, what were they thinking? I'd hate to see the look on that person's face when I mean, they were so confused about which seasoning to buy. I bet their head exploded. I know. The Wicked or just the regular Tasty Tacos? Maybe they thought it was, like, a subset of the Tasty Tacos. So confusing. I'm glad I've never had that happen to me. That would really upset me. Probably couldn't even eat tacos afterward. No, I wouldn't. I'd be like, I, for, I didn't know which seasoning to buy. But we're not having tacos tonight. Night ruined. Well, I hope they come to a good conclusion to that case. I hope nobody goes to prison for it. Oh, my goodness. I know. A lot of, a lot of stake here. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe someone should go to prison for it. What are your thoughts? Over tacos? Well, yeah. 
I mean, no, I think I think Tasty Tacos and Wicked Tasty ta- Tacos should just get along. Or just, yeah, Wick, I think Wicked should change its name to just Wicked Tacos. Oh, yeah. Or just, just, yeah, that makes total sense. That's so easy. Yeah. You should call them and tell them your solution because it's so clearly very, very smart. Or maybe they could just put Tasty in little letters and just make the Wicked in really big letters. Yeah, but still legally, it would still yeah. be like Wicked Tasty Tacos and that would yeah. still be not cool. Yeah, you're right. Very uncool. You're right. All right, so let's, uh, let's move on. Taco Ticker Story number two. All right, bring it. This has become a regular occurrence here on Taco the Town. Crime at Taco Bell. There's all sorts of crime happening at Taco Bells across the country. Oh, yeah. It's in the news blotter, the the criminal courts. I'm thinking of starting a new segment called Cheesy Gordita Crime. (laughs) What do you think? Is that good? Oh, yeah, it's good. Okay, here we go. Here's the latest crime story from Taco Bell. Florida man, which is it's a good start to any crime story. <laughs> Florida man punched Taco Bell employee in ribs and shattered door after argument at the drive-thru. I think this is the fifth drive-thru crime that's happened at a Taco Bell My on the show. My goodness, people need to keep it together. Florida man was taken into custody. They just call him Florida man. <laughs> Florida man was taken into custody last weekend after punching a Taco Bell employee in the ribs following a dispute at the store's drive-thru. His name's Taurus Ford. Those are two car names. His name is Taurus? Taurus Ford. All right. Age 37 was detained by officers from St. John's County Sheriff's Office last Saturday in the early hours of the morning. The incident took place inside a St. Augustine Taco Bell after Ford shattered the door of the restaurant by kicking it. Police report detailing the alleged altercation said that the suspect had been embroiled in an argument with the drive-thru window employee. He exited his car and tried to hit the member of the staff who responded by slapping Ford in the face. (laughs) Oh my. I'm picturing him taking a glove off and just like one little slap, like a, or a dainty slap. Yeah, just kind of like get out of my face. It was at that point the sheriff's office claimed Ford and forcefully entered the store and assaulted the Taco Bell employee. Don't they have locks on their doors? What is going on? Wow. Oh, it's the early hours of the morning. Maybe it was, well, is that three in the morning or is that 7 a.m.? It must have been open for him to get in. Yeah. The employee was not identified. It is not immediately clear what had sparked the initial confrontation between the pair at the drive-thru. Inmate records confirmed that Ford was booked on Saturday shortly after 4.30 a.m., so it was late at night. He was charged with, charged with battery, property damage, criminal mischief, and burglary. He must have stole some chalupas. Did he steal tacos after he came in? <laughs> we are shocked and disappointed to see this situation. We, we and our franchisees do not tolerate this behavior. A spokesperson for the Taco Bell told Florida media outlets in a brief statement. Wow. That's intense. Taco Bell needs to step up their security. Obviously. This keeps happening. I mean, at least in Florida. Definitely in Florida. You know what, though? I will say, now, I'm vegan. We know this. Um, But there have been many times when they've gotten my order wrong. And sometimes it's at the end of the night, and I'm really hungry, and I really want my tacos, and they they make it wrong. Like, they put cheese on it, even though you say over and over and over again, please, no cheese. And I feel like hitting somebody sometimes. Right. I don't. Well, you've got self-control. I'm so so glad you did not stoop to those... I mean, I'm a mom now. I think I'm supposed to be like this. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, maybe Florida should just think about just not having doors on the Taco Bell to to let people come inside. Maybe it should just be a drive-thru thing. Maybe, but like if somebody wants their tacos that bad, maybe they'd come through like the drive-thru window. That'd be even scarier. Yeah, it's happened. Remember in Lawrence when that happened? The KU football player got stuck in the drive-thru window trying to get a gordita. I did not hear about that. Because he wanted a gordita? They forgot his gordita. Oh, they forgot (laughs) it. 
Oh my gosh. I mean, that's just, go somewhere else. You know, if you don't get what you want, just go somewhere else. Something's gotta be done. I think it's, it's time we had a uh, cheesy gordita crime council with the police to just see what we can do about people assaulting Taco Bell members and vice versa. And you're a taco expert, so you're the person they should talk to. I'll be there. I'll have all my, all my stories handy for them to and all, all my ideas. Okay, taco ticker story number three. Taco Bell is testing two new menu items in Cleveland. This is only in Cleveland. Okay. It's de debuting two new menu items this fall. According to company officials, Taco Bell is preparing for their national launch of its new vegetarian menu this fall. It's uh, testing two new items on its From Our Cantina menu. The new menu reportedly mixes premium ingredients with bold flavors to provide an elevated dining experience inspired by Taco Bell's cantina locations. It features new ingredients such as vibrant purple cabbage and grilled all-white meat chicken with a home-style inspired blend of onion, garlic, pepper, and a hint of chili pepper. Well, chicken, that wouldn't make it vegetarian, would it? Exactly. Yeah, that, that doesn't make me very excited. I was getting all amped up. All right, there's more. They're also offering an avocado ranch bowl, which features new home-style grilled chicken, classic black beans mixed with fresh produce, including purple cabbage, iceberg lettuce, and pico de gallo. It is layered over a bed of seasoned rice and topped with Taco Bell's avocado ranch sauce. That sounds good. It does sound good. It's, also, it's not vegan, though. Right. It's served with a side of nacho chips and guacamole. Oh, the guacamole is great. For only $5.49. What a deal. It'll also be available with grilled steak at $6.49. Meanwhile, uh, they're also offering something called a Chipotle grilled burrito, which is confusing because that sounds like it's from a Chipotle. None of these are vegan. None of these are vegan. None of these are vegan. You know, this really reminds me of like, there's, I think it's Tyson that just came out with some plant-based alternatives and the plant-based alternatives have meat in them. <laughs> what? Like, who are you, who are you trying to appeal to? <laughs> well, gosh, uh, sorry. I don't know where I thought that was about vegan stuff, but they are launching a vegan menu in the fall. So I'm super excited. I will stay tuned for sure. All of those sound good. They sound fancy. They don't sound like Taco Bell. Maybe that's what they're trying to, trying to do. Maybe. Get some people. It's that not super expensive either. No, not at all. All right. Thanks for checking those taco ticker stories with me for sure we'll be right back after this quick commercial break friends lotus pool records knows the unfathomable darkness is upon us fear and anxiety stoked by incessant email texts tweets dms the constant social pressure to be your best self the 24-hour news cycle pitting us against each other in a digital civil war the attack may be virtual but the casualties are real. Good news, there is a cure. Sun Eaters 3, Unfathomable Darkness. The latest album from Kansas City's sincere rock smartasses is here to help you through the darkness. Sun Eaters love you no matter who you are. We know that your flaws and mistakes make you human and beautiful. We want you to feel peace, love, and congregation. Lay down your devices, turn off your notifications, and turn on the darkness. Unfathomable Darkness is the soundtrack to your cathartic recovery. It will let you laugh, cry, elate, and shake your ass despite everyone watching. On July 26th, download and stream Sun Eaters 3 Unfathomable Darkness everywhere. Brought to you by Lotus Pool Records. Join us at lotuspool.com. All right, this is the time of the show called Town of the Taco. Town of the Taco. 
Kansas City, oh, the place I love. This is where we talk about the town that the tacos are in, Kansas City. I have a cup here filled with Kansas City topics. You want to pull some of these topics and we'll discuss? Sure. Should I just get one right now? Yeah, whatever you want to do. I'm going to go down to the dig, bottom. Dig in deep. Yeah, I'm those are where to. the good ones are. Weirdest place in KC. Weirdest place in KC. Do I have to go first? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if it's the weirdest place in KC. But what do you think is the weirdest place in KC? Okay, I, I'm thinking weird as like a really good thing. So I think that 39th Street can be kind of weird you know like it's over by um over by tiki taco and the hospital and all that the hospital yeah and over by jazz yes and i know it because mud pies over there and it's that vegan like coffee house and they have like incredible baked goods but yeah it can be kind of out there just what's the weirdest thing you've seen on 39th street uh, my husband and i actually went on our first date there okay and there was a bar called the drunken worm yeah and we just thought that was hilarious and we didn't go in the first night and we thought, like, we really thought it was really weird. And we thought, oh, this isn't first date material. Like, we can't go here on our first date. We can't tell our grandchildren this. And so then, like, a year later, we went back and went in, and it wasn't actually that weird at all. Yeah, we did a show there. It's just a taco place. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right, yeah. It, we no, had it was a weird. Thanksgiving taco. At the Drunken Worm? At the Drunken Worm. With, like, turkey. And cranberries and mashed potatoes. And it did not taste like Thanksgiving. It didn't taste like taste, Thanksgiving? tasted more like Arbor Day to me. <laughs> like Arbor Day? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I mean, all that stuff separate is good. I don't know about putting it in a tortilla is, is a good idea. It's a great idea, and it executed to perfection. It would be a super delicious taco. There was just something off about it that night. I don't know what it was. Yeah. but I feel like you could make that into a burger pretty well. Yeah. But, like, like you could make the turkey like into a burger or whatever, but a taco is... I don't know, the cranberry, I don't know. I'd go back and try it again. I might go back again and try it again. Um, let's see, so let's have you pull another topic. Wait, hold on a second, you didn't say. Oh, a weirdest place? Yeah, Or should me. I comment on you thinking 39th Street's weird? No, no, you tell me the weirdest place um, in your mind. I always like, I, I think I've talked about this on the show before, but in KCK there's a place called Have Guns Will Rent, and oh it's a gosh. costume and prop shop. So as a filmmaker, I rent costumes there a lot, and I rented guns there before wow. but the first time i went there i was i was renting i wanted boulders fake boulders uh -huh. for a shoot and the guy owning it jerry said yeah follow me and so he takes me into the back of the shop and the back of the shop is a uh, a um, auto body shop oh and all the guys are like hey jerry what's up and then he takes me opens the cellar door no kind of near a car and says come on down I was like, oh, great. I'm going to die. Nobody <laughs> knows. This is before cell phones. I, nobody's going to know I'm here. I'm going to die. In and this. you went? And I went down into the cellar. It was filled with weird props like guillotines and uh, cannons. And oh, my gosh. Bodies and just all this <laughs> stuff. And then, yeah, sure, sure enough, he had boulders, like, but they were like styrofoam uh, soft boulders. And yeah. that was exactly what I was looking for. He's like, here you go. And I was wow. like, great. This is going to be like that scene in uh, Zodiac where he goes down into the basement. It was actually, actually exactly like that. Have you seen Zodiac? No, I'm, I'm kind of a wimp when it okay. comes to scary movies. Great movie, great movie. But it was just like that scene where he goes down into the basement and the weird guy is like, oh, great, I'm going to die down here. This weird guy invited me down here. And I still can't uh, believe you went. I, hey, it, it was great. He's a nice guy. I was just, it was just kind of weird that there was a uh, costume shop with an auto body shop. And then a cellar door, and I was like, and it was a dark, dark cellar. 
So, um, that is it, weird. it all turned out great. And it's still a great costume shop. Have guns. will rent KCK. They've got a UFO out front. You can't miss it right across from the, the catfish place. Yeah. So you should go there. You and your husband. Yeah. I mean, like my husband has been known to do some, or to have some like very interesting costumes for Halloween. This could be a good place. Hey, he's got to go. He's got everything there and he has guns and he will rent them to you. <laughs> I will not take my son. <laughs> no. No, don't, do not take your son. All right, let's do one more real quick. Describe your perfect KC day. Oh, yeah. What's your, so what's your perfect KC day? That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Going to have guns will rent with your husband. I, no, I think no. I'd have to pass on the, if it was going to be the perfect day. Okay. So I started the day at Mud Pie, and I would get a vegan donut. It would be a Saturday because on Saturdays they have their vegan donuts, and they're legit. What do they make vegan donuts out of? I mean, I think all the normal stuff, like, they, they just use substitutes, you know, like, I mean, I don't know if they use soy milk, but, like, an alternative milk and alternative butters, but, I mean, they're fluffy and dense and, oh, my gosh. It's you not really like a cake donut. donut. It's like a donut donut. Um, so I'd start there, and then I might have lunch at Cafe Gratitude. All of this is circled around eating, of course. Yes. Um, I would probably go to the Nelson a little bit, uh, for a little bit, and then I would have dinner at maybe Lulu's. I love Lulu's. Yeah, and then top it off with some really great drinks somewhere. Maybe Brown and Low? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I and love then, Brown oh, and, and then I ride those scooter things because those are super fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brown and Low is great. I yes. love Brown and Low. Great place. Yeah. That sounds like a great day. Perfect yeah, I mean, I'd be day. super full and happy. Where would you ride your scooter to? Home? No, I. I would, that would take a little while. That would take a little while. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I'd probably just ride it around the River Market. And um, my friend, Teresa, lives down there. So I might go visit her, tell her to jump on one, too. And we'd, yeah, ride okay. around. That sounds like a great day. What would um, be your perfect day? Oh, gosh. Um, it would involve tacos, I think. Of course. Naturally. Uh, I would somehow acquire a golf cart. <laughs> okay. I like and, where this is going. And I'd wake up really early. Maybe, like after like camping somewhere, like if I had a tent, a little tent, and then I woke up, got on my golf cart uh -huh. and rode into this, like maybe I was on the outskirts of the city and then I would ride the golf cart into the city and have breakfast tacos somewhere. Ooh, that sounds good. And then I would just keep driving my golf cart around. Hopefully golf carts are legal where I'm driving it around. Mm -hmm, that'd be good. And I'd pick up friends to ride on the golf cart with me and we would have uh, drinks in the golf cart, like maybe a two liter of Shasta, something like that. <laughs> I like Legal. it. And then, um, and then I'd stop for lunch for tacos, maybe at Bonito Michoacan in KCK. Ooh, okay. Or El Camino Real. And then I'd, uh, you know, we'd, we'd leave KCK. We'd hit all the great spots in KCK. Maybe go to Have Guns. We'll rent. Check out the costumes. Maybe go down to the dungeon, the Boulder Dungeon. <laughs> And then we'd uh, go across the highway, hit the West Bottoms, maybe. Yeah. Pay our respects to the haunted houses there, like pour pour one out for all the lost souls. Of course. And then uh, and then we'd hit hit the highway up to um, Midtown area, and this is all on the golf cart. <laughs> People honking behind <laughs> us because we're taking up too much space. They can deal with it. On the road, and we're going too slow. And then, you know, have tacos for dinner somewhere. Maybe, um, gosh, what's a good... I mean, there's so many amazing taco places in, in Kansas City. Maybe at, you know, Mission Taco Joint or uh, KC Taco Company. 
but yeah, it, it would all involve just driving around the city, getting honked at in my golf cart that I don't have. <laughs> and eating tacos. And eating tacos. All day long. All day long. I like yours a lot better because it doesn't involve getting honked at by people. Well, I mean, I, I, probably not. Yeah. I just made it more difficult by adding a golf cart to it, didn't I? Yeah. Sorry. Okay, well, let's uh, let's move on. Our tacos are here. Let's put these tacos to the test. And we'll also be joined by a very special guest. All right, it's time to put these tacos to the test. And we are joined by, would you say your CEO, creator? Well, what do you um, like to... What okay, do you, so officially I say uh, I'm the taco queen. Taco queen, that's right. CEO is nice, yeah. CEO. Yeah. So we are joined by CEO, taco queen of yes. Deadbeat Tacos. Yes. She's been a waitress for the better part of 17 years, along with working in every department in restaurants, including management. After becoming vegan and on the hunt for good vegan eats in the city, Kansas City fell short time, time again. Alas, she created Deadbeat Tacos, Welcome to Taco the Town, Kat Willis. Thank you so much. This is so exciting. Thanks for having us here at the pop-up tonight. Yeah, I'm thrilled. Thank you for being here too. And these tacos look great. So what what tacos are, are on special tonight or what did you bring to the pop-up? Yeah, okay. So tonight it is a special kind of beer release party for Torn Label. Um, they released two new beers and so they wanted to kind of have us do a pairing with some of their foods. So with Mambazam, it's like a mango lossy inspired IPA. Is that the one we have? No, it's not. So it's, a it's like a mango and cardamom um, kind of IPA. It's really, really good. So we went kind of with more of the Asian flavors for that taco. So it's like a chickpea fritter with a coconut, like a coconut curry sauce, a basil sour cream, a kimchi inspired slaw, and then some red pepper salad. So that's this one here. This one. Yum. And then the Looks other good. one uh, is my one of my personal favorites. I call it gone fishing. Like, like but pH, you know, pH for fish. It's not, pH, it's not yeah. fish. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we have like um, a tempura fried uh, vegan fish fillet with a chipotle cream sauce. Uh, I actually make my own vegan mayo. So it's a it's a homemade vegan mayo, chipotle cream sauce, a cabbage and pico. And that one goes with their their beer called No Worries, which is a, a Paloma-inspired sour. And the Paloma is actually my favorite drink at Dodson. So it's kind of a fun, fun night for me. And you pop up here, is it once a month or once? Uh... Yeah, so we're here the first Tuesday of every month. And then we got lucky enough to be able to be invited by Torn Label. So we're here for the second time this month. And how long has uh, Deadbeat been open? So we did our first pop-up last September at the Happy Apple Cafe. They were gracious enough to kind of let us take over their kitchen for the night. And that was a ton of fun. And that launched us kind of into what we're doing. I had no idea it was going to be what it is now. And we're going full force into a food truck. When's the food truck opening? We don't know. <laughs> it's, it's kind of in a Do slow you have process. The, have you found the truck? We, I don't, we haven't yet. We, I have an eye on a trailer that I want to get but um, we're just not quite there financially. So, uh, you know, every pop-up kind of helps us get there. Have you thought about a windowless van? Just real creepy. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, that was kind of my original goal. With just like, like a magnet slapped on the side. Let's get real weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dream, to do the yeah. show in a windowless van, driving Perfect. around yeah. with maybe some scary clown music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to knock on the door in order to, like, enter for tacos. And, like, you can, you can have a weird clown, like, that says, hey, kids, come get your tacos. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, the creepier, the better, really, with Deadbeat is our <laughs> right. mission. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I love about your your brand is your, um, 
your art, the the retro Taco Bell. Oh yeah. Did you design that or who <laughs> I designed didn't. that? Uh, a friend of mine, um, his name's Dan Smith. He um, is kind of the front man of this band called Listener, which is a they're a great band here in town. He's a, a great graphic designer, and I did a Taco Bell pop up where I veganized a bunch of. Taco I wanted Bell to stuff. come to that so yeah, that bad. Was really fun. That is so cool. Yeah, that sounds like it's there. right up your alley. Yeah. Oh, I go to Taco Bell all the time. <laughs> yeah. So that was we did vegan crunch wraps, like the whole thing. It was awesome. Oh, um, so we did the, kind of the artwork for that night and. And then it just kind of, I use it on stickers and stuff. It looks like Taco Bell straight out of 1988. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I want old school Taco Bell from when I was a kid. Do you have t-shirts of that made yet? No, not yet. I'm a little bit afraid of getting in trouble. Oh, yeah. That it's might be like, an issue. Yeah. I didn't steal this from anywhere. <laughs> Nobody knows what the Taco Bell from 1989 logo is, right? That makes sense. Um, yeah. I would like to. Maybe um, something a little close, but not exactly right. the right same yeah, yeah. colors. But it's, I love that. That. Yeah, thank uh, you. That yeah. was so cool. Thanks, I liked it too. All right, so should we uh, should we test these tacos out? Yeah, take it. Is it weird that we're eating them in front of you? It's totally nerve wracking. <laughs> I'm scared, but I'm also excited. You know, I work really hard, and I'm not a chef. I just I love making food, and I uh, put a lot of love into it. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Wait, I have to know first. As a vegan, yeah, I have totally. to know what this stuff is made out of because I make a lot of vegan food too, yeah. obviously. And I have to know what are like I know the chickpea, I get that. Yeah. What are the what is the fish made out of? So it's actually tofu. Yeah. Oh. So um, with like some different spices. Or? Yeah. So I actually was supposed to be an Old Bay spice tonight. I left my Old Bay at home, so I had to kind of improvise her with what I had. So I have like a lemon pepper in there, a little bit of fajita and adobo spices, but they're really mild. And then I have just a, cu- a few tricks of the trade I've learned with tofu to get it kind of the texture that I want. Yes. But tofu can be really like yeah. temperamental. It, it can also be, be really bland. Yeah. Well, oh. I dig in. I hope you enjoy. Cannot wait. Which one are you going to try first, Dave? Uh, what's this one, right? Is this the fish? Okay, or so that's the that's vegan the, fish taco, that's yeah. That's the fishing. Yes, that's gone fishing. Gone fishing. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm going to try that first. All right, I'll do, do that too. one first. All right. So, Kat. Oh, my God, the pressure. What's your, what's your personal taco backstory? What's your taco origin story? Okay, when did you know so, that you wanted to become a taco yeah, queen? Yeah, when did this start? Well, I was watching an episode of, of Chef's Table, the Christina Tosi episode. She's Milk Bar. She started Milk Bar. She's an amazing chef. And she was just kind of telling her story. And she was like, what? What's the, what's the one thing I could do for the rest of my life that would make me happy? She's like, I could make cookies. And I knew, it was this was last summer, and in that moment, I was like, I'm gonna make vegan tacos. I just, I don't know, it just, that's how it started. And so I just started making things in my kitchen and was like, you know, this could be cool. That's so cool. That's it's awesome. something like I've dreamed of doing, yeah. but I would never do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what a lot of people have told me. It's like, everybody has these ideas and they never go after it. And you know, I really didn't know it was gonna have the success that it has had. And I, I'm really proud, yeah. What were you doing before? Uh, waitressing. I'm 30, 32 now, I started waitressing at 15. I went to school for psychology, thought I wanted to go into counseling, and really restaurants and anything food related has been my passion. So I was a manager at Hopcat, and I was just like, there's gotta be more, there's more out there for me. You know? Do you have any favorite taco memories from your childhood? Oh, yeah. I mean... What was your family's go-to taco okay, place? Okay, so... Oh, taco place. Or just... Well, do you, so... Do you come from a taco-eating family? I mean, yeah, but, like, the most basic, trashy, like ground beef, Suburban shredded tacos. cheese, crunchy shell. There's nothing wrong with that. Those are like the greasy beef tacos where it just drips down their chin. Those are really the best. My uncle is actually from Guadalajara. So he is from Mexico. And I had a, I had some neighbors growing up that were from Colombia. Um, so I definitely had some 
some Latin influences, you know, people that were really important to me, kind of showing me different flavors and different foods. And I don't know, it's just always been something I've loved. Sorry, I really, I got your mid-bite. <laughs> this is delicious. Yeah. Kim? So yeah, good. you like it? I love the spice. Cool, yeah. Spice is good. Yeah, awesome. I'm really glad you enjoy it. The other one is spicier though, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's pretty well balanced. There is um, sambal chili paste in the coleslaw on the other taco, so it definitely has some heat there. But it has some cooling features with the red pepper salad and with the sauces that's on it. So I think, it, do you want to try the other one? Or do this, I do. Or do you have anything more to say on the first one? I'm just, you know, it's honestly not that often that you meet another vegan. Yeah. <laughs> Especially one who is so, like, excited about food and not yeah. just eating, like, you know, like vegan pizzas and vegan macaroni and cheese. Right. I mean, not to say there aren't a lot of healthy vegans out there, because I'm right. sure there are, but totally. why are you vegan? Why did you become vegan? So I've actually only been vegan for, like, six months. I became a vegetarian at the beginning of last year, and then really transitioned into veganism late last year into the beginning of this year. You asked me why I'm a, I'm a vegan? I mean, a lot of reasons. Animal welfare, environmental, planetary reasons. You know, I I'm really have never been the one to, like, kind of, like, preach my message. I just like to sort of make food that I think is is fun and good and, and, and kind of show people that like vegan food isn't rabbit food. It's not all like salads and grain bowls and like namaste. While that stuff is wonderful, I'm a junk food girl. Like, you know, I like healthy food, but I also, I think that being able to kind of take my personal life and, and bring it into something really fun like tacos is, has been awesome to do. I love that. Yeah. Are you going to do the Taco Bell pop-up ever again? Yeah, totally. Was um, that very popular? Was that like super popular? response that night. I mean, we started at six and like the line was out the door. Actually, I might have to go. What time okay. is it? Uh, this is, this watch is. Oh. oh, we got it. We got 15 minutes. See, I mean, as you can see, the line is starting. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, and so at the Taco Bell night, we can wrap up I mean, in a little six o'clock, the line was out the door. I mean, at one point I looked out at the tickets and we had like 80, we had already gone through so many crunch wraps and I still had like 80 more to make. Oh, oh, my oh you made vegan crunch wraps? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Double decker tacos, cool. crunch wraps. Oh man, nachos. you gotta let me know when that one pops yeah, okay. up again. Yeah, we'll definitely there. do it again, for sure. Kim's gotta be I'll there too. I'll save you guys a spot, like first in line. That would be awesome. Because of VIP treatment. Yeah. I'll be so excited. Yeah. You pop up um, over, do you do a lot in the, was it Towers East? What's oh, it called? Yeah. So, is that um, Towers East? Tower East, yeah. Yeah, Tower so East, yeah. So I started a year ago when I was like, I think maybe I want to open a food truck. I don't know. This could be cool. I messaged this woman on Instagram. She owns Seven Swans Crapery, which is a little food trailer in town. I was like, hey, you know, this is who I am. This is kind of what I'm about as a person. I love what you're doing. Would you hire me? Like, da, da, da. And she did. And now she's one of my best friends. We, I... You know, she's my food truck mama, like has totally showed me the ropes. So Tower East, so she would um, park on 31st and Gillum. And so that was kind of our home base. And then she let me take over the trailer one night and we did uh, we did a taco pop-up out of the crepe trailer in the El Torreon parking lot, which was really fun. Is that on uh, Saturdays or is that first Fridays? Or is it Thursdays? Where she does it? Yeah, or when they have all the food trucks up over there. Well, she was there with another food truck every Friday, but okay. they're not really there anymore. It's okay. It's kind of sad when I drive by. <laughs> well, should we try this uh, second taco? Definitely. Kim? I cannot wait. Yes, yeah, so this one. This one I affectionately call the Chicky Chicky Bang Bang. Nice. I like this one a lot. Yeah? Yeah, it has a really yeah. good flavor. Thank you. My boyfriend tried it last night, and he was like, I did not think I was going to like this. And then he lit up when he when he tried it, and was like, wow, this is really is good. Is it the coconut milk? What was that? Is it coconut milk? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's like a creamy coconut sauce on there. 
That's so good. Thank you so much. Wow. Wow. It is really good. Yeah, this is my favorite, I think. Cool. Yeah. And, like, would you say that your tacos, like, a lot of people now care a lot about, like, how much protein they're eating. Yeah. Would you say that these are kind of high protein because you're using tofu, you're using chickpeas? Yeah, totally. I mean, the chickpeas, it's actually a seitan and chickpea kind of blend. Oh, yeah? And so seitan has a, um, a ton, Vital Week Gluten has a ton of protein in it, and then the chickpeas have a ton of protein. And there's actually a lot of protein in, in tofu as well. So I, a, lot of be, a lot of people are very concerned about where vegans are getting their protein, and I assure you... We're getting, we're getting enough. I know. It's so silly. People ask all the time, are yeah. you eating enough protein? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I'm good. Yeah. We're all right. Yeah. Okay, Kat, before you go, I yeah. know you've got, got to get back to the, the kitchen there. Um, the line's building up. I'm going to give you our taco speed round. Okay. These are just different taco types. I just want to know yay or nay on these different taco types. Oh, my God. Types. I love it. All right? Okay, yeah. Taco pizza. Yay. Taco salad. Do sa- I say yay or yeah. nay? Okay. Yeah. Yay. Taco salad. Mm, nay. Taco burgers. Nay. Taco dogs. Yay. Miniature tiny tacos. Yay. Taquitos. Yay. Double yay. Breakfast tacos. Oh, triple yay. (laughs) Walking tacos. Yay. So you like a walking taco. Oh, I love a walking taco. Choco tacos. Yay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast, a naked chicken chalupa. Let's say it's a fried vegan chicken breast. Okay. And... Maybe. Eh, maybe nay. <laughs> Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg from Taco Bell. That, no. It was one of their totally weird nay. creations from a couple of years <laughs> That's ago. That's so weird. Tacos served with french fries and nacho cheese. Yay. Okay. Cool. Did I win? You did very good. I won. You were, you're Thank mostly you. yay. You're mostly yay. That's yeah, that great. Was fun. Well, thanks again. Yeah, thank you guys so, so much. Thanks so this much for so being good. on the show and yeah. thanks for inviting us here tonight. Yeah, these thank tacos you for were me. awesome. It's an honor. I appreciate it. What's your Instagram? Where can people so, find out where you're popping up? Uh, yeah, Deadbeat Taco Shop. It's beat double E, like the vegetable. So Deadbeat. Um, Instagram and Facebook. We don't have a we don't have a website, but those are the two places you can find us. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks again. All right. Thanks farewell. for being on the show. Thank Thanks you. for talking tacos with us. Thank you. Wow, these tacos are so good. Did you finish both of yours? Yes, I did. They're gone off your plate. I, I know. I was really hungry. And I <laughs> ate them. <laughs> that's that's fine. That's that's what we're here for. Yeah, the second one. What was the second one again? Chickpea. Chickpea. So what are what are these things? So those are the chickpea fritters. They're so good. I know. Man, I'm, the- I'm so new to this vegan game. I'm not a vegan, but... I have been eating vegan tacos a lot lately. I did a, a couple, like three or four episodes ago, we did vegan tacos. So, oh, yeah? Yeah. So for never eating vegan tacos in my life, I've been eating a lot lately. So Yeah. Where was that at? Uh, Mission Taco Joint. It's, oh, yeah. You told me yeah, about that. They have a really good one that tastes like a taco supreme. Oh. Yeah. So you'd like that. And you said it was like a, a vegan cream sauce too? Mm-hmm. I have to have that. Yeah, got to go there. All right, so this is our taco review portion of the show. What do you say? Uh, what do you think of these tacos from Deadbeat Tacos? We do the scale of one out of five golden tacos, five being best. Can I rank them separately, the tacos? Yeah, sure. Okay. So the chickpea one blew my mind. I love the coconut flavor. I love the chickpea. It was like, and I love the spice. It was pretty spicy. So I would give that like a five. I mean, I felt really good about it. The tofu ones, I would give like a 4.5 only because she said that she forgot her Old Bay seasoning and some of her other seasonings. And tofu has this tendency to be really bland. And I just feel like that would have given it that extra. And I think she probably would have agreed because that was her original plan. That's exactly what I was thinking. The first one was a little bland, but it was still delicious. Yeah. Oh, Um, yeah. But yeah, that seasoning thing. And you just need a little bit more seasoning. I still loved it. Um, 
I'm going for 4.2 out of 5 golden tacos. All right. Some of the seasoning is stuck in my nose, so I'm <laughs> sneezing right now. It's very good. Oh, yeah. I mean, both of them. The second one was my favorite, the chickpea one. Very good. Yes. Yeah. And it seemed like it was pretty good for us, too. I mean, like, I know that that was deep fried, but it, it still felt really fresh. Totally. Well, awesome. So, yeah, Deadbeat Tacos. They do a pop-up here at Dodson's once a month. And how is the beer, the Torn Label beer, pairing with your tacos? I love it. Love it? All right. I'm a sucker for IPAs. So yeah, Deadbeat Tacos. Definitely check them out online and, and see when their next pop-up's going to be. Very, very good. So are these some of the best vegan tacos you've had? I would say so. Yeah. I mean, like, cream sauce really makes it. And I will say that I was wrong earlier. This cheese sauce is not made out of cashews. It's made out of pre pea protein. Really? Yeah. This is a whole new world for me. I don't even know what that is. I'm not actually sure how they make it out of pea protein either. I'm very intrigued. Wow. So yeah, Deadbeat Tacos. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram to see when their next pop-up is going to be. Hopefully the taco truck will be out there or the windowless van will be out there driving around pretty soon. <laughs> we'll be right back after this break. We interrupt this podcast for a BCC news break. Question for you. Do you like stories of high strangeness? Deep dives into the paranormal, tells of the unexplained, chats about Bigfoot, ghosts, UFOs, mysterious monsters, and creepy cryptids. Then you should be listening to the Bigfoot Collectors Club podcast, hosted by Michael McMillan and Bryce Johnson. Every week, Michael and Bryce, along with producer Riley Bray, welcome a celebrity guest, and together they delve into discussions of the unknown, hauntings, alien abductions, Sasquatch portals, lizard men, skinwalkers, and Dover demons. Oh my. An attempt to uncover the secret to the universe's greatest unsolved phenomenon. Will their celebrity guests think it's a load of bollocks? Or will they believe it? You'll have to listen to find out. Only on Bigfoot Collectors Club, or BCC if you prefer. Look for it wherever you find your podcasts. BCC encourages its listeners to go get regressed. You never know what alien encounters lurk in your past. This has been a BCC news break. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. Okay, it's time for the taco questionnaire. This is called Taco Topics. I just need to know your in-depth, innermost taco feelings, Kim. <laughs> okay, I can do it. All right. Here we go. Question number one, what's the one thing you look for in a taco? Flavor, that is not bland. Flavor. It's gotta be, oh yeah, it's gotta be flavorful. Okay, um, like, are you looking for a zing or a zang? I'm looking for some zing. I really, I like spicy stuff. My dad really loved spicy stuff when I was growing up and it just stuck with me. Okay, so my next question, hot or mild salsa? Hot. At Taco Bell. I keep talking about Taco Bell. Um, it always, <laughs> always goes there. <laughs> I always get the fire. Because it has a really good flavor. What about Diablo? You ever go Diablo? You know, I've had Diablo. I just, the flavor for me is not there. Like, I'm not just looking for, like, the spice level. I'm looking for spice and flavor. Right. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? Soft shell. We're talking soft corn or soft flour? Oh, I love soft corn. Are you no cilantro or pro cilantro? Pro cilantro. Bring it on. All the cilantro. You All, want it. Yes. My parents call it cilantro, and they say <laughs> it tastes like soap, and I tell them they're crazy. They call it cilantro? Cilantro. Every time I say, Mom, Dad, it's cilantro. And they say, whatever. We don't like it. It tastes like soap. That's the Eudora in them, isn't it? It's got to be. Yeah. Got to get them out there. <laughs> Somebody sent me a tweet recently 
that had somebody's order at a Mexican restaurant and it was from the cook and they said someone just ordered asada tacos minus the asada. Why? And it was just cilantro and onion. <laughs> I don't understand people sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. All right. If you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? Ooh. Is there something you eat as much as I eat tacos? Oh, my. You know, honestly, I make burritos a lot. Is that like a taboo subject oh here? Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Didn't you see the sign when you came in that said no burrito talk? I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, second answer. <laughs> I'll just move right past Wait, that. So you make them at home? Yes. With what? Well, I always what, have like a are vegan, they vegan oh, tortillas. For sure. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, so I do like um, like a vegan protein source. Um, it, it changes, and then I do a whole bunch of vegetables and some avocado for sure. Or sometimes I make kind of like an avocado crema that's delicious. And uh, you couldn't you couldn't do that with make a taco instead of a burrito with that. Okay, those but ingredients? just to be fair, like burritos can hold a lot more than tacos, and I have a little baby, right? I have to like run around the house chasing him. I need the burrito to like the stability of the burrito. I thought you were going to say you need the burrito to feed the baby. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to lie. There are a lot of times he eats my burritos. <laughs> yep. He sees that and he just wants it. Are you raising a burrito eating baby? I, I am. He couldn't eat a taco. It would be hilarious to watch a baby eat a taco. Yeah. Well, my mom didn't let me eat tacos as a baby because she was afraid the corn shell would be too crunchy and yeah. injure my mouth. That's I why worry. I ate a lot of taco burgers growing up. So maybe get your son into taco burgers and that will be a, a gateway food to a taco. Soft tacos. Yeah. Sancho's. That's true. I could I could try. I will try. I'm just I'm just so sad thinking of your beautiful baby boy eating burritos. <laughs> I know, he really is deprived. <laughs> But that's nice of you to feed him something similar to a taco, but maybe... Absolutely. But, I mean, it's, it's a lot of the same flavors. I feel like I'm still introducing him right. in a way, but like in a way that he can, his little tiny mouth can handle. Yeah. Have you ever dressed your baby up like a taco or a burrito for like free tacos at Chipotle? Can you do that? Oh, yeah. Are you making this up? No, it's only on special days. You don't, not every day will that happen, but you sometimes they announce like dress like a burrito, get a free burrito. I would totally do that. It'd be so easy to dress him up like a burrito. Yeah, do it tonight just to <laughs> test it out see if buddy, what he looks like <laughs> all right in your opinion is kansas city a good taco town absolutely and i think tonight is like a testament to that these are awesome tacos these are awesome tacos it's a pop-up taco event and there's a line almost out the door of people to get tacos here tonight it's awesome it's great to see this because this is not i mean this is dotson's this is an awesome bar but they don't usually have deadbeat tacos here and these that means these people came here for tacos yeah and you can tell that they are like very intent on getting these tacos. Like they are very determined. Totally. Have you been to other major taco towns? Have you been to other good taco towns that you'd say you'd recommend people visit? Or is Kansas City tops on your taco list? I mean, honestly, if I'm going to another city, I'm going to go see what their vegan scene is like. I'm going to try all that. Okay. Vegan taco scene. Is, that, mean, a, is that like a down the list? For me, it places? is only because I'm kind of like cat. And we're like, I want the comfort food. Like I want the... I want the vegan macaroni and cheese. Like Chicago Diner is a good place for that. And there was this place in Canada my husband and I went to that had like, it was a vegan Whopper. In Canada? In Canada. In Toronto. Are those, is Canada a more vegan friendly country? 
they were in Toronto. I mean, it was insane. Like, I had a barbecue, like, hot dog thing with macaroni and cheese on top. Oh, I had to try it. Sounds good. It was so good. Wow. Okay. So what's the, what's another really good vegan town besides Toronto? Chicago. Did I say that already? Chicago? Chicago's really good. And then the coast. If you go to the coast. Yeah. But, yeah, so I'm so sorry I didn't answer your question about the next good, best vegan tacos. That's okay. It's okay. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos before you were vegan? Did you ever turn away a taco plate or slap it out of someone's hand that offered you a taco? <laughs> uh, it's not really my style to slap it out of their hand. Right, you're very polite. But, you know, maybe if I was, like, not feeling very well, then I push the taco away. Otherwise, I never turn food away. Okay. I mean, I ate two hours before we came here, and I was still starving when we got here. <laughs> <laughs> you you pre-gamed. You you had some uh, you had some pre-game vegan food before these tacos. I did because I knew I would be hungry two hours later, <laughs> and I didn't honestly know what the tacos would be like, and I'm pleasantly surprised. Awesome. All right, I need to know. Do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? Something that if you see it on a taco, you're like, I'm not going anywhere near that taco. Um, let's talk about before I was vegan because yeah. right now there would be a lot of things. Right. Like I think I've seen like octopus, like octopi. O okay. On, like on, a like an arm. No, like a like, like little the whole thing. Yeah, like a little octopus, like in tacos, or like squid or something. Ooh. And I used to really like seafood, but that kind of freaked me out. Does seafood count as uh, uh, animals? Yes. Okay. I count it as anything that is sentient that is like that wouldn't really want to be eaten. Anything that can grow a mustache. <laughs> can our, can can uh, sea creatures grow yeah. mustaches? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh. I've seen some cartoons with some. Oh, okay. Sea creatures with mustaches, so. I believe you. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, that stuff can be really chewy, too. Yeah. Calamari yeah, and, and yes. uh, yeah, rubbery. Okay, um, this is a speed round. Kat just did it a little while ago. I need to know your your speed round capabilities here. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Did you remember some of them? Do you know where these are going? I think I remember. I okay. say yay or nay. Yay or nay, yep. Taco pizza. Yay. Taco salad. Nay. Yeah, I'm not a big taco salad fan either. Taco burgers. I've never had one, but I would say yay. Taco dogs. Nay. Dogs dressed as tacos. <laughs> yay. Breakfast tacos. Yay. Taquitos. Yay. Walking tacos. Uh, sounds messy, but yay. Okay. Miniature tiny tacos. Yay. Choco tacos. Nay. Not a Choco Taco fan. For doing a chocolate podcast, you guys never had an entire episode about <laughs> Choco Tacos? Well, we didn't. What a missed opportunity. Yeah. Gosh. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast, a naked chicken chalupa from Taco Bell. If it was vegan, yes, I would try that all day long. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg, a breakfast taco from Taco Bell. I don't know how you would make that vegan, although I used to really love eggs, so I'm going to say yay if I was vegan. I mean, if I wasn't vegan. <laughs> Freudian slip there. You don't want to be vegan anymore. You want to try all of these tacos. <laughs> That's what I came on the podcast to tell you, Dave. <laughs> tacos served with french fries and nacho cheese. I know you're all about these nacho fries. Absolutely, yay. And you still get those every every other day? No. Or whenever, I mean, oh, it's like, once a week? It's like it once a week. I okay. have the fries. But I do that because they aren't out all the time. So when they are, you have to take advantage. And they're back right now. Yes. They're back. I know. It made my day. Why don't they just leave them the entire time just so they can make a big deal out of it, right? Probably. They're and back, everybody. Kind of like the McRib. Yeah. Yes. McRib only comes out like once a year, though. So. Kind of like the Shamrock Shake. The Shamrock Shake, yeah. yeah. It's a special treat. Okay, um, this is a very important question. Um, what's the one song you listen to in your car on your way to get tacos that really gets you fired up to eat tacos? You have one? 
Is there something that you listen to that really gets you pumped up to go eat vegan food? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, uh, let's say Despacito. That's come up a couple times. I mean, it's a recent song. It really gets you pumped up. And like, obviously the flair, the Spanish, the, the yeah, the Spanish flair. Yeah. Makes sense. That's that's a popular one. People really, and I mean, I, I need to make this mixtape that has that on it. Yeah. Because that's, that's How about one. you? Um, gosh, I mean, I mean, I have a lot of taco mixtapes. Go like volume 12. I just I just recycle them. There's one really good song uh, from the 80s, Waiting for a Star to Fall, that one. Do you know that song? Waiting for a star to fall Into my arms That's where you belong in my arms, baby, yeah oh, You know yeah. that one? I think I do. Yeah. That was nice. Thanks. That's the song I listen to mostly. Okay, to, yeah. Yeah, I mean, lately. I think it's on volume eight, but yeah, that's a real... You should release these. I should. Other taco lovers would like to get pumped up to your music. It's got to be to people that really want to get fired up, though. I'm not going to give them to people that will will not listen to them on the way to get tacos. They also need to take care of these CDs too, or or tapes if they want. If they want cassette tapes, I can get them that as well. Oh, that'd be nice. It's kind of like Throwback. a Columbia House thing where you can order a taco CD from me. Nice. Do you think people out there would want to hear these mixes? Absolutely. Okay. For sure. Well, Desposito's going on there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a very special part of the show called Taco to Me. Taco to me, like lovers do. Do you have a taco-related question you'd like to ask me? I can't ask you about the bad taco experience, can I? No, not not yet. My lawyers are still going over the paperwork on that, so... <laughs> Okay, Not me... quite yet. I th- I'm almost, I think we're going to wrap it up on the, the paperwork on that for okay. the, with the lawyers pretty pretty soon. So we'll see. But not, uh-huh. not today. I'm sorry. Okay. I want to know when was a moment when you had a transcendent taco experience? Like it took you higher. You know what I mean? Like you actually had like a transcendent experience because of these tacos. Um, I think it was the summer the um, Double Decker Taco Supreme came out. Where at? I think I was at my parents' house. They were on vacation. We were having a pool party. All my friends were over. And everybody was just talking about this Double Decker Taco Supreme. My gosh. And I was like, I got... Guys, what are you what are you guys talking about? And they're like, did you not see the commercial with Shaquille O'Neal? He has to turn his head to eat it. Wow. And I was like... I got to get this taco. So we piled in the Firebird and went to Taco Bell. And gosh, I think I got three of them. It's the biggest taco I'd ever seen at the time. And you ate three of them. I think so. Wow. Do you remember where you were that summer? What year was that? 94, 95? I was four years old. <laughs> I was probably at home watching like some cartoons. <laughs> Uh, maybe it was later. Maybe it was 97. <laughs> so you were seven. Um, I, I don't remember where I was. Do you uh, remember Shaquille O'Neal? Shaquille O'Neal? Yeah. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember his... So you don't remember the commercial of him eating the Double Decker Taco Supreme? I don't remember. I'm sorry. He had a poster that you could get when you ordered so many Double Decker Taco Supremes. It was called Taco Neck Syndrome. And it had a picture of him eating the taco. So you got one, right? They were always sold out. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. So even in like 2004, I would go up and go, do you guys have any of those taco <laughs> neck syndrome posters? And they would go, no so like, man, we haven't had those since 94. <laughs> so like transcendent taco experience, but also like kind of sad. Yeah. 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 I never had that poster. 
I've been looking for that thing in antique shops, sports memorabilia shops. It's probably on Amazon. I could probably get it. eBay. Probably. But if someone out there has it, I mean, you have to give it to Dave. Yeah. Send it to the corporate office. I need that. I will, I will pin that up on my wall. Give it a high five every day. (laughs) I will slap it like kind of like the play like a champion today at Notre Dame. I will slap that taco neck syndrome poster every day get me fired up. Well, Kim, our time here at Dodson's eating the deadbeat tacos has come to an end. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. Where can people find you? So you can find me on my website. Um, so it's Kim, oh, yeah. KimHollyCreative.com. Cool. Um, and yeah, I'm not a huge social media person, although I do have social media accounts. And you're on, t- you're on TV right now. I am. In various commercials. Yep. Yeah, what, so you can your find char- me on TV. <laughs> what's your character's name in the James B. Nutter ad? Do you have an ad? Do I have a name? I think you have a different name, don't you? I do have a name. You're not Kim. No, I'm not But you Kim. are pretty much yourself. I am Kim. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I cannot remember her name. Yeah. Oh, Emily. Emily. You are Emily in the James B. Nutter ads. You I are am. the spokeswoman. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for being on the show, and thanks for talking vegan tacos with me. I appreciate it. I, I loved it. Thank so you. good. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Podbean. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi, and thanks to Cat Willis for the awesome tacos today. These are amazing tacos. Thank you, Cat. And thanks to the band Sun Eaters who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. And until next time, go, go eat, eat some, some tacos. tacos. Oh,